Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. This is our co-host, Randy Griggs. We're coming to you live, like actually live, Randy, from Lot B and Lot B minus. Randy, how are you feeling today? I am doing spectacular. Thank you for asking, Rob. It is a beautiful, warm, sunny day here in the lovely California Bay Area. And I'm happy to be here with all you fine folks from Dojo Nation. That was great. I liked that. That was was that a well planned out intro? That was a lot of fun. So I I drank a right? Cuban coffee just before we went on the air. Did you smoke something just before we came on the air? You seem a little Cuban, even keel. Cuban coffee. Cuban coffee. It's all I need. That mellows you out, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. But we are here with, uh, we've got another wild card episode for you guys today. Uh, Randy, this show today is brought to you by the fine folks at Drew Estate Cigars. I'm going to do it on my own, I guess. Drew Estate, the Rebirth. The rebirth. Cigars. Oh, the cigars. <laughs> nice echo. It was a nice echo. I'm telling you. Uh, we, we get back in studio and it's going to be acapella. It's going to ah, Rebirth. You know, it's going to be like that. That'll be good. That'll be good. Uh, a big special thank you to the fine folks at Drew Estate. I actually got in. Um, I got in something that our, our buddy Jack Hire had turned me on to. And I got to correct something I've said on this show in the past, um, which was that uh, they did multiple vitolas of Year of the Rat, and I got that information from Jack Hire. And it's not true. Don't trust his research. <laughs> We've talked about this. It's just terrible. So I got this. I got two boxes in today. They're called the Year of the Rat Collection. If anybody finds them out there, uh, it's a beautiful packaging. Uh, it has uh, every rat except for Year of the Rat. <laughs> yeah, there's dirty rats, velvet rats, filth. No, what's Filthy rats. <laughs> I, don't I, I, was, I don't think there's a filthy rat, but it has. I like that one. Filthy yeah, rat. It, yeah, it has all the other rats except for Year of the Rat. But the box is called the Year of the Rat Collection, and it's a dope box. Like I'm totally stoked on it, but I got it. I was like, yeah, the cigar I was looking for is not actually in this box, though, Jack. Was like, anyway. <laughs> awesome. I was gonna let that silence hang there for a minute, but. I decided to pick it up anyway. So we are we're we're done with the alphabet. We're, season one is wrapping up, Randy. We've only got what four more shows in season one after today. I think it's yeah. I think it's just four more. So yeah, we've got the yeah. challenge. Yeah, we got the challenge shows and a couple other things we're going to do. It's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, so today <clears throat> we are revisiting a uh, a. A cigar? No, we're not revisiting a cigar. We're revisiting a beer that we did in season one, and we felt like it didn't really get kind of a fair shake based on the pairing. Uh, so we're going with the Maduro uh, Brown Ale from Cigar City, and we are pairing that with a Randy Griggs uh, special here. This is Randy. Had since I've met Randy, he won't shut up about this cigar, and it's the La Aroma de Cuba. You like that? Oh, breaking stuff. Um, Mia Moore Reserva, and uh, I haven't smoked this cigar in a while, uh, so we're going to get into that here in a minute. Want to uh, say hello to the boys in the studio? What's going on, uh, Dojo Home Base? Buenas noches. <laughs> um, yeah, well done. Nice. Ah, you learned it's some after Spanish. After 5 p.m. I'm yeah. learning Spanish. You guys, can't, been, oh, you guys can't stop me. I'm going to do I've it. I've got the accent. I don't have anything else. Hey, Steve. Hey, guys. If you're uh, There's a ton of people on Facebook right now. Love all of you guys. Please, right now, share this show to your timeline. It really helps a lot. Let's just share it. Share the heck out of it because uh, Flavor Odyssey, baby, fastest growing podcast in uh, Panama. So there you go. Indeed. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I didn't know we 
That needs to be a T-shirt. I think that might that should be our first T-shirt. Flavor Odyssey, <laughs> fastest growing podcast in Panama. Yeah, and, and by the way, guys, if you if you do, you know, like re, you know, review us and rate us, rate our show, rate Flavor Odyssey on your favorite podcasting uh, network because all those things help push this up so we get more you know people listening the more we have people listening and watching the more fun we're gonna have so please that really means a lot to us anything below like four stars we'll find you yeah that's a fact yeah (laughs) randy's randy's really good at that kind of thing he's got a very specific set of skills and uh, he will uh he will track you down so yeah share the show and uh you know give us some ratings and all that we appreciate all that from you guys um, Randy, I, can I, can I take a minute and, and it's not really like an announcement, but just something that I just want to say. Wow. I'm excited. Yeah, please. Oh, today, today is my dog Ruby Tuesday. It is her 15th birthday. Holy mackerel. Ruby is 15. Cheers, Cheers to so that. Everybody raise a salute. glass. Just don't tell Jack. Let's salute that. to Ruby. Ruby and she's named after the Rolling Stones song, not the Cheeseburgers. Robbie, what does that make her in dog years? It's incredible. You know, it's funny. There's, I actually, we looked this up because I figured she was in like her 90s or something. But it's different based on the, the size of the dog. Oh. So she's a, it is. The smaller dogs live longer than big dogs. That's just it's fact. fact. Um, so she is a, a Cavalier, uh, a King Charles Cavalier Spaniel. So she's about 17 pounds. Um, she may have put on some, uh, some quarantine weight. We won't tell anybody about that, but, huh. uh, yeah, she's about 17 pounds. So I think we looked it up. That makes her about like 78 in dog years. She's still, she's still doing pretty good. I, I feel like her back legs are kind of giving out on her a little bit, but, uh, she's still getting after it. And, uh, we took her for a walk today and it was, she got to direct the walk wherever she wanted to go. She likes to stop and sniff everything. So we didn't walk very far, but we were outside for like an hour and a half. She just kept sniffing things, and she was having a great time. So anyway, happy birthday to Ruby. And, happy uh, birthday, Ruby. 15. Holy crap. That's old for a dog. But I digress. So we'll get into, uh, we'll get into this pairing hmm. here in a minute. Um, Brandy, what is it about this cigar that uh, – and that's the uh, La Roma de Cuba – uh, Mia Moore Reserva. What is it about this particular cigar? Because you've told me on several occasions how much you love this thing, and you smoke it all the time. I do. You know, the the reality is, I I, I love the whole La Roma line quite a bit. Uh, I had read about it. Uh, it's a, a wild variance of things. You know, it was the only time I've ever decided I'm going to spend a whole week only smoking cigars from one manufacturer. Uh, I chose my father. Um, Le Bijou was the first cigar I had ever bought a box of far before I ever found Dojo. And, um, I don't know. So I've been a big Pepin fan for a while. I had read about this cigar. Uh, I fell in love with some of the Ashton line. I really like the symmetry and the ESV. Those are go-to cigars for me when I am choosing to be a little bit, uh, pricey, but they are spendy cigars. And, um, you know, the, the original one of this is a broadleaf. Then they did a, a San Andreas a Mexican wrapper over Nicaraguan bi- uh, bunch, binder and filler, which I'm just a big fan of that flavor profile in general, I guess. The, the, um, the San Andreas over Nicaraguan always just kind of hits a sweet spot for me. Uh, they're perfectly constructed. They have a nice spice character. They have coffee. I don't know. They're they're just freaking delicious. And the yeah, price it's... point? Uh, the oh, price it... point is... Uh, Very reasonable. For the Reserva is, uh, what, about eight fifty to 10 bucks. Hmm. That's the MSRP here, according to uh, this lovely document that Randy sent me. So... Uh, <laughs> And the, 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 the basic, the original Mia Moore line is, is more in like the six seventy five to eight dollars range. Um so yeah, yeah so, so the very original, approachable. I yeah. that's a for what we smoke, that's an everyday smoke, right? Sure. Super, super chocolatey mm-hmm. to me. Like I it's this is kinda like a chocolate bomb. 
Uh, I really enjoy this cigar. Like I said, I haven't smoked this particular, the Reserva, in a while. The, the Mia Mora was really good smoke. That was actually the number two cigar of the year uh, a few years back. Oh, well, a few years back, 2011. Um, when you're old, when you, the older you get, like eight years, nine years, doesn't seem that long ago. That's a few years back. Um, so the Reserva came out 2012, just a few years back. And Randy, you were in uh, junior high? Correct. Thank you. Um, <laughs> And it's so, like you said, it's got the Mexican San Andreas, uh, Nicaraguan binder and filler. Comes in four different sizes. We're smoking, Randy, are we smoking the the Divino, it looks like. That's correct, yeah. Six and a quarter by 52, but it comes in uh, uh, a few different sizes. And yeah, like you said, it just, it's, it's uh, distributed by Ashton, blended by Pepin. It's, it's one of those, this is one of those brands, though, that like we've talked about in the past. I feel like we kind of, or at least I'll speak for myself. I feel like I kind of overlook um, some of these cigars. Um, like one cigar we were talking about, there was a project that I was working on, and uh, it it really made me want to smoke the Ashton Aged Maduro again. Mm. And I remember how much I really liked that cigar. I remember at, at IPCPR when we were doing the interview. Hey, man, I cannot remember the, the name of the guy that we interviewed from Ashton, but he was like, "Yeah, what do you guys want to smoke?" I was like, "I gotta smoke an Ashton Aged Maduro." He's like, "Really?" <laughs> That's, I mean, of all the stuff we've got, that's the one that you want. I thought that was funny. They actually didn't have one, but um, it's it's one of those companies and the La Roma line uh, in particular that I think just gets overlooked a little bit because it's been around for a while. And I don't know. I think it just gets a little bit overlooked. I mean, this cigar has been around for damn near 10 years. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. It's um, kind of one of the reasons probably that I flock to it also. I feel like it's uh, kind of a little bit of a hidden gem that, yeah, in the early 2010s, they were kind of probably in their heyday, as uh, I think you already said, that uh, uh, the original one came out in 2003, and I don't know who blended it, but it wasn't by Pepin. Ashton had released it with another manufacturer, Mm -hmm. uh, killed it off, and then brought it back uh, in in 2009 with Pepin and I think that La Roma uh, the original de Cuba just came off and maybe even got cigar of the year and they came back a couple of years later and got the number two with the uh, Mia Moore um, and yeah it's just not you know they haven't come out with anything in the line in several years and so I think it kind of falls off the radar for a lot of uh, cigar geeks who are you know out seeking the newer stuff and they have they have a high price point one in this line called noblesse that you and i have smoked some pretty fancy darn sticks on this show where we've um we've commented on i think you and i have both se- separate times said you know it's hard to identify what that it factor is but you can tell when you're smoking something it's just like you can just tell this is like a more sophisticated higher end um you know, and it's probably just better aged tobacco in in a lot of those cases, um, but uh, but because in honor of of having a little bit of a Spanish flair now on dojo, if I if I may go, if I can actually just run through the four vitolas real quick, it is the beso, the maximo, the divino, and the romantico, and so that's the kiss, the maximus. The divine and the romantic, so it fall it follows the theme of the Mia Moore line, which I really dig when when the branding is really uh, cohesive like that for for any type of product. <laughs> Thank you. I was I was waiting for the end of that. <laughs> really tailed okay, off. He kind of really tailed off right there. Start you know? whispering at the end there. Do I hear a forty niner in there? <laughs> you call from a walkie talkie. <laughs> Unbelievable. So yeah, it's it's um it's a cigar that like we were trying to come up with a pairing for this particular uh this particular beer. And <clears throat> this I'm glad that we settled on this one, A, because Randy loves it, and B because it's uh I think it just kind of shines a light on a cigar that is um it's still pretty damn good and it's just easy to overlook and forget about. So uh, hopefully, um, some of you out there will go and revisit this one if you haven't. Forget about loaded. What's that? <laughs> From what you just said, I I wrote down forgettable. 
Cara. Oh, wow. It's, I, I wouldn't go that far, but um, I mean, that was kind of, that's kind of rude, actually. Sorry. <laughs> um, thanks, Jordan. Jordan has no uh, soul. Every once in a while. Yeah, and now he threw me off completely. So we've, uh, so we're we're working our way through this cigar. Uh, I mean, me for me personally, it's just this is just a chocolate bomb. There's a little bit of nutty notes in there, a uh, little bit of <clears throat> kind of like a smoky wood character, um, kind of nondescript, smoky wood ish. A little bit of earth, not too much. A little bit of spice in the retro, but not a lot. It's I think this is much more flavor forward than it is uh, strength forward. It might not be the most complex cigar in the world, but <clears throat> it leads with that chocolate and those and that peanut and that kind of sweetness that's there. It's just super, super satisfying if that's the type of profile that you're looking for. Um, so we also, oh, you just went to full camera as I was adjusting. Full Robbie. Uh, yeah, baby. It's still, the garage is still a little bit clean. Um, it's kind of weird that I haven't brewed in a while, but you can still see two canisters of PBW back there. Um, Anyway, uh, Randy, let's talk about this this beer, this brown ale, uh, Maduro brown ale from Cigar City. Absolutely. So, you know, as you started off the show, you know, um, we did we have two of these shows. Um, the um, unofficially we call the uh, lemons to lemonade shows, where so last so last week we, we 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 chose a cigar that got a bad uh, a bad cut during the season with the Killer Bee Connecticut. And so this week's show, the idea was to uh, find a cigar to pair with the beer that we absolutely love. We think is a great beer that goes with cigars as a general, um, you, you know, just go-to pairing and find something that would work well with it. Uh, something that I, I kind of noticed after we did the Killer Bee show um, the first time, I'm sorry, not the Killer Bee Show. We did this with Camacho. We did this with the Camacho Diploma, right? Yeah. And I think uh, I, thought, I, I thought it was the Distillery the Edition. Wasn't it the Distillery Edition? No, no, no we, it was definitely Diploma. All right, sorry. And in that in that beautiful 1118 Vitola, I love that cigar. Uh, but it did not stand up to the beer. The beer has actually got quite a rich chocolatey character to it, and. Um, so we'll start with the brewery, though. Cigar City, uh, they state that they were founded in 2007 by uh, a guy named Radner, uh, who is a fifth-generation Floridian uh, there in Tampa Bay. And um, so they started in 2007. He hired his brewmaster in 2008, and they actually finally brewed their first batch of beer in 2009. Uh, so, it's yeah, it's kind of a funny deal. It's like, did you really... <laughs> really open in 2007 if you had brewed beer you were a brewery for two years without having made beer right so they brewed their first beer in 2009 i have and... questions i have questions <laughs> and this actually was the first beer they ever brewed uh the maduro brown ale and uh, even though i would say nationally speaking the the brewery is best known for their ipa called highlight um obviously the name cigar city and um the gentleman that opened the place, you know, had a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of passion for his roots in the area. Really wanted to, you know, uh, convey the history and culture of Tampa and uh, and its history. Can you smoke cigars beer. at the brewery? I don't. I, I believe you can. I believe you cannot. I think you can't. Oh really? You cannot. I know they don't have a lounge. I know Tank's the only one that claims to have a lounge in their brewery in Florida. Um, but you see a ton of stuff, obviously, you know, I, I, I sport the tin tacker here in the, in the studio and they've got uh, a hand rolled cigar as their logo. Still can't see it. Um, and they use a lot of the terms that we use in cigar industry. You know, I, I, I was watching a little primer on their brand and, you know, they like to say that, you know, it's a non-automated brewery that they have there in Tampa, um, where you know most larger breweries now are uh, are controlled by pneumatic valves that are run through a computer system. Mm, everything in Tampa, yeah, everything in Tampa is still very manual, and they like to say "echo a mano," um, and so obviously a term that we see quite a bit in the cigar industry. And so they've got a lot of great tie-ins. Obviously, a, a Maduro is, in my opinion, the best uh, style of cigar to pair with. Uh, the brown ale, 
as we learned from the uh, the Diploma, um, which is still kind of a deep, r- rich flavored cigar, but um, got ran over by the beer. So I, I, I am excited about pairing this with uh, the the Mexican San Andreas. I hope Robbie didn't fall asleep. Okay. No, I didn't fall asleep. So this, is, <laughs> so this is weird. So there's something, I'm watching something strange happen. I'm in my garage and my garage door is about halfway open so I can see out. <clears throat> and I'm watching these two birds. They landed in my driveway. They went under my wife's car and then jumped up inside like the under, like the underneath under of my wife's, sure, of my wife's car. Why would they do that? I, I, I don't know. Why would you host a cigar and beer show at keyboards <laughs> and watch the birds in your driveway. I just happen to notice it and I'm and I'm baffled by it. I wonder if anybody would know why they would do that. What are they looking for in there? Anyway, sorry. I digress. Robbie, uh, maybe this has something to do with the evil dead today. Are you is there is there some sort of like okay. evil birds in it's your possible. I mean that was that was a lot of fun actually. That was I a lot enjoyed, of fun. I enjoyed doing that and uh, a bunch of uh, dojo folks uh, joined us and it's kind of fun to have that uh that's a perfect movie if you like that kind of thing. Um, I forgot how aggressive it was, actually. Um, it's a good movie to kind of have a chat room on the side and poke fun at it. You know what I mean? It was great. It's perfect. It's Campy, the perfect kind of movie. Yeah. Low budget. And I, I just forgot how um, it was a little bit aggressive, but I forgot how good it was because it's been a year, a year since I've seen it. Uh, we watched The Evil Dead today. We'll do another one next week, and uh, I'm not sure what we're going to watch yet. But... Maybe Randy should host next week. Yeah, I was actually just going to nominate him. But... Randy, what would you what would you want to watch? You guys nope. already know. No I'm Disney get... Plus. I'm going to go with like <laughs> old school or Wedding Crashers or something fun and upbeat. That whole right, well, blood and gore stuff doesn't really appeal to me. Why don't you find something on Netflix and let me know, and we'll set it up. Sounds good. Right. Andy's hosting next week. That's good. exciting. Next week we're doing Evil Dead Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I if you want to keep it going, I would totally do Army of Darkness. I love Army of Darkness. I quote that movie as much as I quote any movie. I quote a lot of movies. You are you are a bit of a quoter. I'm uh, keep talking. I'm gonna see if if Army of Darkness is available, and we're gonna put you on the spot for that. My boy Blue. Um, so we, uh, we let's. I'll go ahead and jump into the flavors of the beer. Uh, it is not. As Damn I it. as I said, well, you can't give me the mic and then interrupt me. Sorry. Right. We could watch <laughs> Tremors. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's yes. a, that is a great movie. That actually is a great movie. Okay, sorry. I I again I I interrupted. Nacho Libre. That's not bad. Um, it's one of the best anyway, movies so, ever made. Okay, go ahead, uh, Randy. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Randall. I'm, I'm just making sure he's done. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, so, uh, again, um, uh, being a brown ale, uh, this beer comes in at 20 IBUs and 5.5% alcohol. They do brew it with flaked oats, so it has some of that uh, that silky viscous texture that we talk about so frequently on the show because we apparently drink a lot of beers with oats in them um but it does really lend to a a very nice mouthfeel it's very it's very filling on the palate and um and the the deep chocolate characteristic from the uh malted grains in the beer i think really give a, a a robust chocolate character there's no roast notes there's no bitterness from uh, darker malts, uh, so it, it does lean a little bit more on the sweeter side. It has some caramel malt complexity in there. It's it's a tremendous beer. Finishes very clean. Um, it has a little bit of that residual sweet uh, coffee and chocolate uh, notes, and um, that's the beer. Yeah, there's a lot of things, <clears throat> a lot of flavor notes that you mentioned in there that that lend it to uh, being a good pairing, which is why we wanted to revisit this particular beer it's available everywhere except in wyoming and uh, just like every beer apparently in the in the country is available everywhere except wyoming um, <laughs> and most good things in general <laughs> uh officially we call that uh, colorado north now is is that oh so it's like it's like oregon then is oregon california north yeah <laughs> well then absolutely yes. yeah it totally is and and all the breweries in oregon are in portland so if there were any breweries in Wyoming, they'd all be in 
Jackson? I was going to say, see, can you even name the capital of that state? Is it Jackson? I'm, go- go- I'm going yes. <clears throat> Jackson. Patrick will tell me if we're wrong. <laughs> um, so anyway, getting sidetracked left and right today. It's amazing. Um, so that's why we wanted to revisit this particular uh, this particular. <laughs> oh, he did find Cheyenne. it. In Wyoming. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, wow. With, with the middle finger. Oh, is it um, Cheyenne? It's Cheyenne. Mm. Don't act like you'd ever heard of Cheyenne before. No, like, you were, like you were debating which. which no, I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't. Course. Jackson was the Cheyenne, first one that yeah. came to mind. Uh, yeah, of course. Getting a lot of middle fingers from uh, Patrick over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, so it was this, this beer just on paper should pair really well with a bunch of different cigars. And we didn't, doesn't even have a cap yet. So, but but the, the first time we did that run through with that Camacho diploma, it just didn't work out. So that's why we wanted to revisit. Um, we we decided to go with this particular cigar because we were actually we didn't have the constraints of the of the alphabet, so we could try to find the best pairing that we thought possible. Um, <clears throat> another one that Randy was thinking about uh, pairing with was the uh, Perdomo uh, 1926. That would be a Padrone. Padrone, I beg your pardon, not Perdomo. Uh, Padrone. Padrone 1926. Um, was that the Maduro that you wanted to go oh. with? Of course, it was the number two, which I I dare I say, a Cigar City Maduro with a Pedro 1926 Anniversario Maduro number two is the greatest pairing of all time. And we didn't do that on the show, boys and girls, because uh, I don't I don't have any in my humidor, <laughs> so I, I couldn't uh, so I couldn't accommodate that pairing. Uh, Randy was very upset, so that's why we decided to go with this particular cigar. So we can jump into the pairing here a little bit and uh, get because we're about I don't know, kind of midway through the second quarter on this cigar. I think. What do you think? I mean, the 49ers are still winning. I know that much. Um, are you, Randy? I'm super excited for the NFL draft tomorrow because it's like the only sport thing that's happening ever again. Yeah, but it's only going to set us up for like more anxiety of so now we know who are the new players for our teams are and we may not see them well, in no, their rookie let's season. not think about that part it's just <laughs> i i get to turn on espn and there's going to be an event something's around. happening yeah something's happening <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's, it's happening it's oh my god it's happening it's happening um yeah so i'm i'm really looking forward to it and the niners and the raiders are going to be pretty big players i think in the first round because I think the Raiders have two picks. 12 and 19. Yeah. And hey, the Niners. hey, you guys, guess what? Uh, Espinosa is having like a live draft show. And what? they're bringing on like people from different states to be on when their team selects. And I'm going to be on when the Denver Broncos pick 15th. So Get out of here. Yes. I, I, yes. Randy, Wait, going to win the California? Super Bowl. I, I didn't get that. <laughs> I was looking at you guys' uh, schedule over on CigarDojo.com for Flavor Odyssey, and it mm-hmm. lists the stats. Robbie has liked four more pairings than Randy. Mm, what is that? Really? What We've that differed s- four times? What does that I, say? And I have a more discerning palate. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Whoa. Maybe. Randy, uh, you, I, you do realize that Robbie <laughs> is literally the godfather of pairing shows respect he's the godfather of pairing shows so show some respect hey man he's my partner he's my he's my uh i'm his padawan Uh, i i absolutely have the partner (laughs) um godfather is that really a thing like is is that can i be that yes you are i i have i have deemed that and it it is now we made a challenge coin too it's on your way Uh, I'm getting that with my Hall of Fame point too. <laughs> what? Ouch. Challenge coins, Randy. The uh, Flavor Odyssey challenge coin. How's that coming? <laughs> I asked Eric for vendors, and he, he forgot how to speak English and just ask him in Spanish. He's learning. Como 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 challenge. You didn't coin? learn anything. Wait a minute. Disa isn't a thing. 
How does Jordan? That was well done. Why aren't you on Cigar Español? <laughs> right? Come on. Uh, you could be you you be producing. I was surprised when it was Eric literally produced while on the air. That's that's like uh, that's how uh, easy it is. Well, that's how. <laughs> it's like John hey, Favreau in nah. Chef. He wrote it. He produced it. He started it. He directed it. That's Eric. And he learned <clears throat> nothing. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, man, he pulled it off. That was the best ending we could have ever hoped for. Did we come and to a the... consensus on the flavor OD beer glasses? Well, I found some really cool ones. Randy said they sucked, so I loved I off. loved those glasses. Robbie. Hate those glasses. Did didn't they use those at um at odd at odd thirteen? I don't know. I think so. It well, was a sick one, right? Randy. What kind of glasses would you like for beer glasses for the flavor Odyssey stemless. beer glass? I like. I, already, I like Randy's I said idea. Stem, stemless tulips. It's yeah, timeless. but the ones I picked are so much cooler looking. I thought they were they, awesome. They are cooler looking. I go for experiential uh, kind of aspects lots of glasses. Lots of shots fired during the show. <laughs> it's a spicy it's a, spicy we show. There's some quarantine aggression getting let out here. <laughs> I didn't, I slept terribly last night, so I'm a little spicy. Let's go, yeah. boys. My back hurts, man. I hurt my knee last night. <laughs> I watched The Evil Dead. I'm just spicy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what it is. It's that everyone watched a darn horror flick right before this show, and so everyone's aggression's all high. I told you. Did I not say this? The second Randy left, I said he's going to complain about this for weeks. And... <laughs> and a pint glass. I don't like that. Pint glasses. Got to be a little more spicy than that. Yeah, I think it's like I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll find the picture of the glass and I'm, I'll mock it up with a Flavor Odyssey logo. We could do Steins. Oh, on Steins. <laughs> oh, can Here's we get it to where it's like Randy and I sitting at the table in the studio, like etched into yes. the. It's like a hundred dollars a glass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally um, into that. That's cheap for a real stunt. Well, well, you know, because I, I think I've been letting on more and more that there's always more beverages off uh, screen than you guys are aware of. We preach uh, moderation, Randy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very moderate on my moderation. Um, the uh, the thing about uh, a shaker glass is they're great for IPAs and they're good for domestic lagers because they're super easy to like. Like I can take a one in you know two chugs, uh, but again with the tulip you get if you fill it to right there you get that great surface area to volume ratio, which really provides the best atmosphere for the CO two to stay in solution and to slowly have those aromatic compounds funneled. It's important. The other glass looks cooler. Ooh, Fair burn. Enough. Let's <laughs> see. I'm, I'm arguing drop. back at you. I, I'm taking science. I'm arguing back at you with science. Um, <laughs> it looks cooler. Well, we will. The uh, the flavor Odyssey uh, glasses are in the works. That's something that's going to happen uh, relatively soon. Uh, once Randy, you know, gets off his butt, figures out what he wants to do, and we'll go from there. Um, you're going to end up with stemless tulip glasses that are going to be very cool. But not as cool as the glass that I picked up. Technical question, Randy. What's the really tall, skinny one called? That's Probably a- either the Stange. <laughs> uh, it could be a Pilsner, a Stange, or a Vice beer glass, depending on uh, which one you're thinking of there, Matt. Um, <laughs> those would be the, the three tall, skinny ones right off the top of my head. Which one of those is the one for uh, Kolsch? Stange. Stange. That's probably not what he's talking about because you don't see that a lot in the States, would be my guess. Fair enough. Um, he's probably talking about a Pilsner class. <laughs> Touche, Chris Flood. Touche. What did like, he say? He said, just because I know words. a lot of words uh, doesn't mean I'm right, but I can confuse everybody into not bothering to challenge me. So it's kind of the same thing as being right. It's, it's fair. <laughs> it's, that's, a, that's a wildly accurate assessment. <clears throat> So let's, uh, Randy, let's get into this pairing a little bit. For me, the flavor hook is pretty obvious, and it's that the chocolatey notes we're getting out of the beer. The, the, I think the chocolate coming from the cigar is a bit richer um, mm-hmm. and a bit, uh, yeah, just a bit richer, a bit thicker. 
Um, but the, the, the beard does kind of grasp onto that and, and pair pretty well. And what do you think? Uh, yeah. So in intensity wise, uh, they're both pretty flavor forward. Well, I was talking about flavor hook though. Uh, I, I heard what you said. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and <laughs> so, uh, as far as intensity goes, I, I, I would say that they, they're pretty well, um, matched, you know, it, the lingering sweetness from the beer is still there when you, when you take your first draw off the cigar. And so those flavors get a chance to meld and you really get to appreciate that flavor hook, which I totally agree has a, that big, rich chocolate characteristic, um, uh, to your point about both uh, the richness, the chocolatiness, and the complexity. Chocolatiness. Uh, chocolatiness. Cho <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. That's our new uh, – that'll be on a T-shirt. Chocolatiness. 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 Uh, Randy is – Oh, my gosh. Robbie. Uh, Robbie. I love it. it. Robbie is my name. The uh, – uh, so I, I actually think the intensity and flavor hook are working very nicely uh, on this pairing. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it ruined his whole day. He he had to go like run around and and frolic in the in the uh, in the flowers and and I, stuff outside. I put on Disney sing along songs, and I've been singing Pooh Bear uh, up down touch the ground ever since I got off uh, that. No, I'm, I'm telling you, you ran outside and you were just frolicking in a field of heather and you had to take an antihistamine. So it's really kind of just mellowed you out for this show. It's 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 oddly like off-putting. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Apologize, Godfather. I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. Uh, yeah, no more horror movies for Randy. Um, I'm going to agree to an extent. I think... With this particular cigar, I think the flavor is so big, and um, I don't want to say bold because that that might be the wrong term to use. But the flavor here is really, really big. It's a lot of chocolate. It's a lot of I'm getting a lot more of those nutty notes, like a like a roasted peanut in there. There's some kind of a nougaty kind of sweetness, like an earthy sweetness, really in there that is combining those three components into something that's super, super tasty. And it's very, very full flavored. I feel like the beer is getting run over a little bit um, for me. The pair, it's it's still working out pretty well, but uh, I think I think you might like it a little more than I do. It's still good. I'm not upset about it. It's just I feel like maybe a porter, um, like a chocolate porter, would have really been like really hit the nail on the head with this particular cigar. Well, keep in mind the the goal of the show was to find the right cigar for the beer. Correct. Uh, and uh, and I'm gonna stand by. You're a big wimp, and I offered to take Rob, uh, Pedro 1926 Maduro number two, uh, but he's That's, scared. That is factually incorrect. He's he's scared of me because of the pandemic, and he's locked himself in the bunker. And so I don't know what he's talking about with birds. He's he can't see birds. Um, so I I, uh, I I do I'm gonna go ahead and just jump right in there and say I give it a thumbs up. I think it's a good pairing. Um, is there other cigars that I think could pair better? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going. Um, I don't. <laughs> Randy's going thumbs up. I, I'm. I mean, I guess I'll. I don't want to go thumbs down because it's not a thumbs down kind of pairing. And Randy will get mad if I go thumbs sideways. So I guess it's not a thing. I, I get well. It's it a, was. The, it is a thing. It is a thing. It was. Yeah, you made first it. Time a we, thing. we had this this beer. Uh, I'll give it a thumbs up too. It's it's not with a great enthusiasm, but it's uh, it's elevating throw, the cigar. Throw I think. one down in there, just yeah, just to yeah, just to just even to it show out the vibe a little bit. You know, yeah, yeah. two like, up, one down. Yeah, it's like seventy five percent. You know, on board with that. But the one thing that, that that really has come out of this is re reminded me of how good the cigar is. If is there's sometimes where I'm standing in front of my humidor and I know we all do this. You're stand, you're, you're looking at your humidor and you're thinking, what the hell am I going to smoke? Cause I want to smoke something. Unless you have something specific in mind, it, it can be, it can be a, a, a process or you, you like, okay, I grab five different things and then I put two of them back, but I buy, I grab five more and I end up with like 10 different cigars that I want to smoke. 
But sometimes I really just want to smoke something that's got like just a super chocolatey kind of flavor to it. And this would go in that category whenever I want something that's super chocolatey. Do you guys this think particular. The, uh, Patrick that. said that the regular Mia Moore was good. With, I think that almost might be, in theory, in, in my mind, a, even a better pairing for that beer. Agreed. What's Randy? What's the difference between the two? Is it the, uh, the, wrapper? the the wrapper is uh, higher priming on this one, and uh, when you read the quotes from the president of the company, it's they like make all these references to how it's very similar, but like it, essentially it's a bigger, bolder, uh, amped up version. Mm. Uh, but but they do make the point to say it is a different blend, and so um, so it's not simply. Uh, higher primings. That is the case with the with the wrapper specifically, but it's it's essentially yeah, a bigger, bolder version. And I, I'm with Jordan. You know, uh, based on the description, is maybe a little bit too big, a little bit too bold for the cigar or for the beer. Pardon me. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm with uh, Patrick and and look like he was speaking from experience there. So I have no reason to uh, not believe that uh, that. That was a great experience and pairing and might have been better, but it wasn't in Rob's uh, a humidor. So we, we're, we're <laughs> first we were limited by the, the alphabet. Is, now actually. we're limited by Rob's humidor. It is actually. I didn't see, I'll be honest. I was the one who suggested the cigar because I knew Randy was upset we couldn't do the Padron. So uh, I, I suggested this. I should have suggested the regular Mia Moore. It does sound like that would be a better pairing. And I know for a fact that Patrick did pair that. He posted it on Facebook. It was either yesterday or the day before. He somehow pairs all of our stuff a couple of days before we do. I don't know how he does it. So he's going to be one uh, step ahead. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, actually, it's kind of impressive. He's got one of our houses is bugged. I'm not sure which one. Um, have you, Randy, have you swept your house recently for bugs? <laughs> I mean, we vacuumed. <laughs> Not what I meant. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, it's, it's this is a pretty good pairing. I'm being a, a little bit harsh on it, but um, but I'll tell you what, man, this this cigar is. I, I forgot how good this thing is. This is a damn fine smoke. You know, we haven't heard from in a while, mm. Sensei. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just enthralled listening. Like, well, we every, were watching, you were clearly doing something. Like, I, I, I'm interacting with the Facebook community because they're super lively tonight. Man. It's great. Oh, great. This is amazing. Like I'm having a blast just interacting with the Facebook community because they're, you know, this is this is what makes this show so fun is hanging out with the fellas. They're yeah, spicy. It's a it's a spicy kind of show. It definitely is, Robbie, and I think that's yep. you. You're to blame because of today's Evil Dead showing. Absolutely. I'll yes. take full credit. You guys notice on the makeup they put on those zombies that they fail to ever put makeup on the lower part of the nose, so the makeup just always ends You're right so there. Picky, Randy. <laughs> yeah, there's the one guy looked it's a like terrible movie. It's, who's who's uh, Ash's buddy? Like, I can't remember the, the other dude's name. He got like yeah, a he got like a dog people. nose in the halfway like, through. It literally looked like they had half a pizza. They took all the cheese off that pizza and just threw it on the top of his face. And that was and it was like cut right across the nose. And that's what it looked like. It's just the movie in and of itself, the story and the concept is great. Yeah. The execution and I think they made that for like eighty five bucks. Might, yeah, there yeah. might not be a better low budget movie than that. Like low, low budget movie. It's it is low, low budget for I love when the friend tries to like reason with the zombie. He's like, "No, you need to stop it, dude. It's a zombie, bro. <laughs> You're not gonna convince it to, to start behaving like a normal person." Now, has has anybody has? I'm. I think I know the answer to this. Any of the four of us seen the remake of it that came out about, I don't know, five or six years ago? Yeah, yeah. I at the time I remember liking it. Evil Dead so you, Three. So was, you've seen it. Yeah. No, it was, it was just Evil Dead. No, it was, yeah, like it was a, just like a homage kind of. Yeah, just a re revamped version of it. And I think Sam Raimi produced it. Was, it. it was sort of like it, the but... Mia Moore Reserve. It was like an amped up version. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Eric. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. I, I haven't seen it, but the, I remember the preview for that movie made it look like it was much more aggressive. Yeah, it was. I mean, did, it was hey, hey, good. Robbie, did you ever see uh, Sam Raimi's Drag Me to Hell? No, no, I have. Oh, dude, that was is fun. it good? It's great. It's got a good, good amount of campiness you, to it. You need, to, you need to tonight after the show. You need to watch it. It's fantastic. I, 
Dana might be on a uh, uh, horror movie uh, overload right now. So, <laughs> well, we, well, when she uh, goes to sleep. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 fair. Right. Um, so with, uh, and I'll, I'll give you a, a peek behind the uh, the Robbie Raz curtain. For me, when like when I'm when I'm in this type of situation where we're kind of stuck at home and there's you know I, I seek out nostalgia. And nostalgia for me is. <laughs> Nostalgia for me is like is 80s horror movies. So we've been kind of working our way through a lot of those. And uh, my wife has been very patient. I know it's not the thing she enjoys. She'll sit through about half of them and then go take a bath or something. But um, she's been uh, she's been rather patient. So maybe maybe the week maybe later this week, probably not tonight. Can I say that Dark Man was the first <laughs> movie that had like the uh, where they made the the fake faces as masks. That that was so cool when I was, I was a kid, and then Total Recall did it, and then Mission Impossible did it the best, probably. But I loved the concept of, like, the real, real mask that he would wear in Darkman. That was the Sam Raimi. Uh, yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. That's a pretty good movie. Yeah, yeah. So the first Dark, time I ever Dark, saw Liam Neeson. Dark City is a good movie, too. Not oh, the same. man, Jessica. Uh, no, yeah, Jessica Alba, right? Yeah. Oh. That's Sin City. Oh, yeah, that is. <laughs> We're just like <laughs> moving from word to word. <laughs> you, know what, uh, you know what city I like? <laughs> I'm a big Cheyenne, Wyoming Cheyenne. fan. <laughs> Speaking of Wyoming. Yeah, okay, so we, we, got, we got a couple of thumbs up. Uh, one more, uh, one like 150% thumbs up, and then one that's like 75. So we can... Got it uh, in there. I did. I did. I did get it in there. I've been I've been remiss. I've been leaving that out like uh, 150% of the last like seven shows. Hey. So bring that back twice now. Watch out. Don't overdo it. By the way, um, Robbie, your shirt is on point today, brother. I mean, wee! it's on point. This, when I so was th- when I was a kid, Robbie, Famous Monsters magazine was literally the greatest oh, magazine. Yeah. You know, that was like. You know, we we don't do that nowadays because of streaming and everything, and you got all this media. But Famous Monsters, the magazine, that was like the most incredible thing for me. Like that was way above comic books for me. Like we got that magazine every week or every month or whatever it came out. Every month, I think, incredible, right? Did you did you ever get into that, Robbie? I had I had uh, like one or two issues uh, when I was a kid. I, I think it initially came out in the '60s, like the early '60s. Um, and I was looking at it today, and there, so there was a, a company that I guess they must they own this trademark now, and they they revived the magazines in the late '90s and did uh, you know a few different runs. So there's if you go and look, there's there's literally hundreds of uh, of issues that start with you know old school stuff like this one or um, you know Creature from the Black Lagoon or something like that, and they go all the way up to you know they've got Scream. Uh, uh, What's his name? Ghostface on the cover, all and, and everything in between. And there was a the, the company that owned the trademark had a had an online store and they were selling all these t-shirts. And I have I have one that's Creature from the Black Lagoon because I always remember that as a kid. Oh, it would come on. Movie. It was black and white and it would come on. Uh, I think it was in the Bay Area. It was Coffee TV Twenty, and they would do it like once a year. And you'd have to go to Seven Eleven and like if you bought a Slurpee. You'd get a pair of uh, of three um, D glasses, like the old school ones, red, one blue, and you'd you'd get that. And you'd like me and my whole family would just sit there and watch that show at you know Friday night at eight o'clock or whatever. And uh, so that's always got a special place in my heart, and I've always loved that uh, particular character. And so that's what caught my attention. But then the the store went out of business, and they were uh, selling every you know all their whatever shirts they had left at every inventory. So I bought up a bunch of them because. I just thought they were really cool. Famous Monsters started in 1958. 58, yeah. So they go they go way back. I was it's one of those things where I, I've got a bit of an addictive personality, and I could see myself collecting those. And I don't want I, I, as soon as I <laughs> have to have all like 250 of them, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, I really do, but I don't. I think that me and my brother still have several of the early, early editions are probably worth some serious cash. Yeah. The, the old ones, the old ones are worth, uh, are worth a bit. And it's just kind of like, for me, that's just fun. I've always, for whatever reason, always enjoyed, um, being scared. And that, that just kind of, 
that feeling of uh, of watching a scary movie and like there's really it's fear without consequences. Like nothing bad is going to happen to you. You're just going to be scared. You get that kind of thrill out of it. You're going to have so, a nightmare. Yeah, but so <laughs> <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's not like my head started spinning around or anything. Oh, Randy, <laughs> that's why I don't watch it. I don't. I don't want to. No, right. it's, it's it doesn't. I'm not saying one one way like you have to watch them or whatever. It's everybody likes their own thing. But for whatever reason, I've always been uh, been kind of drawn to it. And and the older I get, the more. Uh, I guess the, the, the no, the stronger that uh, that tie becomes. It's not like I, you know, sacrifice goats or anything. I just, I just happen to uh, enjoy the films and and the imagery of it. You went to that. You quick, don't sacrifice though. goats, huh? I don't. <laughs> do you ever, do you ever see that uh, Misfits album cover? That's like an homage to. It's the famous... album's called Famous Monsters. Yeah, I think. yeah, that's super cool, man. Yeah, it's really cool. I think, I think that's they basically that, and I don't know if. If this is like fact or whatever, but this the font is it's the same font that they use for their right. um, for their correct. logos. It must have gotten it from. I that, think it's I the same artist painted their likeness on the on the oh, album really? cover. Yeah, it's super cool. Well, that's cool. That's cool. There we go. We we did a little uh, horror history there for you, Randy. How do you feel about that? <sighs> they can come to the TV and haunt you. That's absolutely true. No. Uh, Poltergeist from nineteen what is it eighty three? That's a pretty oh, funny movie. Oh, when the guy pe- oh. eats chicken and then peels his face off? Come All right, on. Just, it's, just, uh, so that was that that movie actually um is the reason that we had the NC or not not NC seventeen, a PG thirteen rating. Which that was movie? The, uh Poltergeist. Is that right? It created the PG thirteen rating. It should be rated R. And it was because of that scene where the guy peels his face off. Hmm. Now uh Robbie is usually Randy's full of wisdom now uh it just depends on the, it depends on the topic, the topic yeah, yeah. You know, tables and turns it's, it's subject dependent oh my. how the turntables <laughs> turn encyclopedia over here so uh, yeah that's that's one of my favorites um and actually there is a uh, there's a, a channel that you can stream it's called shutter and it it's mainly all scary movies horror and stuff and this month it's like we're halfway i guess they say halfway to uh to halloween or something is the promotion that they're using but they're doing a series about um cursed movies and so they do little documentaries like 30 minute documentaries on these different movies and poltergeist was one of them because a lot of people from that movie have uh have died and there was a lot of things that happened uh during that movie and th- the, there was the one little, thing they the said, little girl right the little girl yeah she she died while filming the third, uh, the third one. She had, uh, she had a congenital thing that wasn't detected. It's, I, I don't know. They they go into it, but uh, so she can was, I take this time to uh, go ahead and announce the new show that we're doing here on Studio <laughs> Speaking of cigars, come on, Randy, we're getting into this. This is amazing information. Uh, Robbie's, anyway, Robbie's sharing out. his heart and his childhood with us. I love it. Now those those the um. That that series, whatever it's called, Curse Movies or something, is pretty good. So they do one on The Exorcist and um, The Omen and uh, movies like that, where just weird stuff oh, happened. Omen was scary, dude. Oh, that movie was scary, and all yeah. kinds of weird stuff yes. happened while they were filming that movie, dude. That was the one I didn't realize how much crazy stuff had happened when they were filming that. Every time somebody takes a picture of me, I always double check to make sure there isn't some sort of like line through my neck or something, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, Randy's getting bored. What do you want to talk about, Randy? <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, if there's a show that goes over creepy, evil, scary stuff, they should do a piece on the Denver airport and that thing, <laughs> Evil Stallion. That thing's killed, hey, you, like, guess what, Randy? People. The evil, Including the artist. The yeah. Evil Keeps Stallion killing. is Keeps just killing. one of the many things at the DIA that are There's creepy. underground. There's all like, kinds of wacky stuff at our airport all kinds of weird underground passageways and have you looked at some of the artwork I think it inside was it's the, it made the airport over an indian burial ground or something oh, nice. it's just some weird stuff going on you know what's you know what's really great about that airport smash burger smash burger <laughs> breakfast sandwich oh get out of town that is so good i look i'll fly in just for that 
That's where I meet Robbie every time we go on a trip. I was like, I know Robbie will be at Smashburger. So. Yeah, you, you did. You found me in there, and I was—I had sauce all over my face. It was terrible. All right, and we're back. Um, it's funny because just before we lost our internet feed, we were talking about cursed shows, and I think uh, I think Randy, we may have. Uh, we may have uh, upset uh, the forces of nature that are, are controlling the Wi-Fi's. How do you feel about that? Do you feel safe? Uh, uh, I feel sketchy, and <laughs> it makes me <laughs> really it feels really kind of funny. <laughs> uh, so we, uh, yeah, we've kind of gone over everything. We did a thumbs up for both. Uh, Randy, you've got a new show that uh, I think we're going to talk about. Yeah, so sure. Uh, yeah, we're talk- let's talk about it. Why not? Uh, Eric yes. asked if uh, we could uh, learn some Spanish as he takes trips down to Central America with, with great frequency and needed to learn a little bit. You want to tell him about what we're doing on Monday, sir? So we decided, you know, hey, man, just for the fun, I need to learn some Spanish. Randy knows Spanish. Randy's going to teach me Spanish every Monday around lunch hour it's called cigars espanol no <laughs> cigar spaniola cigar spaniola sorry jordan and uh, it no. just it's a it's a it's a low-key just fun show we smoke cigars and uh, learn some spanish last week we learned just some of the basics this week we're going to learn about what happens when you are on the airplane or at the airport like some of the things you might say uh you know like getting off the airplane Where's my luggage? That kind of stuff, right, Randy? And the fun thing is, this Monday we'll have a special guest, Juan Cancel, will be on the show as well, and he'll be, you know, he's got some, you know, broken Spanish that he would like to polish up on. So you'll be able to help him with that as well. Yeah, very much looking forward to that. Uh, it'll be it'll be fun to have uh, Juan on the show. Yeah, yeah. Do you think so we'll have any guests spend- on the show that will be um, better at speaking Spanish than you, Randy? Ooh, they'll kind of teach you a thing or two. I'm nervous and excited about the possibility <laughs> of that. Like Enrique Cejas or something like that. Yeah, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to get a guest every Monday. That's fantastic. Besides us, see how uh, bad they are. Espanola. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's great to be honest. You know, I mean, uh, I I've been pretty candid. Uh, I do speak Spanish, and and I would say I'm fluent, but I'm not perfect in Spanish. I didn't learn the language until I was uh, in my late twenties, uh, and so uh, yeah, no, I would I would welcome to have some other uh, cigar personalities come on and uh, teach me a thing or two. I'm sure there's some uh, cigar specific lingo that isn't all that well known by, by the layman that, that I could pick up. So no, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing this. That'll be, it'll, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time. So what do you guys got? So, Oh, so Friday, this Friday, we have Alan Rubin on the show. That's two days from right now, two days from right now, Alan Rubin will be on the show. He is, by the way, when I first, I knew of Alan Rubin, obviously, you know, through the cigar biz. And I had this mental picture of what he would be like. And I was completely wrong. Like the dude is super cool. Like he's the coolest, most chill dude you've ever want to meet. So Alan will be on the show Friday. That'll be a ton of fun. Uh, so make sure to tune into that. That'll be a good time. Um, and then of course, get this, we're gonna have a special Monday night smoke night live this coming Monday with Nick Perdomo because it's Perdomo Monday, Perdomo Monday and Nick's schedule does not allow, didn't allow him to be on a Friday night show. So we're going to have him on Monday. So that'll be this Monday. And then flavor odyssey. Boom. Next Wednesday. Do you know what the flavor odyssey is guys for next Wednesday, a week from today? We do. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be <clears throat> Randy, the first challenge episode. Right. So the, the idea here is, Randy, being the the beer expert, <clears throat> is challenging me, throwing down the gauntlet, which that means like throwing your glove on the ground, right? Isn't it a gauntlet? It's yeah, like yeah, a it's a big glove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Isn't big, that what like, what uh, uh, the big guy in Avengers? Um, uh, yeah, the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. 
Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 nice and topical. So what, uh, is, what, so is, what does that mean, Robbie? You're, he's he's going to challenge you. How, in what way? How does he challenge you? Well, I was I was getting there. We got sidetracked by gauntlets. Did you ever play the game, like the video game Gauntlet, <laughs> back in the day? Oh yeah, I remember that in the arcades. You could be like the big dude or like the the little dwarf guy. I think there was a there was a like a, an elf. And you would kind of go through, and they called the, the gauntlet was basically a maze. But anyway, I digress. Uh, we are going with the first episode of uh, of the challenge episodes. Randy is challenging me. He gave me a beer that I have to pair a cigar with. Now, this is a beer that 150% of you are going to be familiar with because we actually featured it in season one. It is the Kostritzer. Randy, thank you for this. Kostritzer, uh, Schwartzbeer. Schwartzbeer, which is a black lager. And mm -hmm. we paired that with the Killer Bee in the first season, and the Killer Bee just totally ran over it. So it's it's a black lager, so it's it's a lighter beer, but it's it's dark in color. So it's got some of those, some of those kind of, uh, not roasty notes, but like there's a little bit of chocolate in there, a little bit of coffee, but it's still, it's a lager, so it's a bit more light body. So we are... Um, Randy has challenged me to find a pairing for that, and I have responded with the High Clare Castle from Foundation Cigars. So we're going with a true Connecticut this time, as opposed to that amped-up Connecticut that we went with last time. I feel pretty confident, Randy, that we're going to end up with a thumbs-up pairing on this one. I haven't tested it out, but uh, I'm hopeful that uh, that High Clare Castle is going to pair very, very nicely with that uh, Kostritzer, and we will find out next Wednesday. Looking forward to it, looking forward to it. So as, as you said, you know, I was, I was really excited about that Kostritzer beer. I was convinced that it was going to go well uh, we with that. Were. Yeah, man, on paper, that really should have gone better than it did. Um, and so while this, uh, you know, we, it was almost unintentional that we, uh, you chose to do the, uh, Killer B, that was one that was kind of stuck in your craw from uh, from the season that uh, you had hoped to pair it with something that worked better. And uh, yeah, like you said, you know, we we present ourselves here as uh, you know, I've got 19 years in the beer industry, and uh, so we go with I'm I'm a beer expert and you're the cigar expert. So this week I'm challenging you to that. And then next week you're gonna pick a cigar. Next next and week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The following week, yeah, we'll you're going to pick us a cigar and challenge me to pick a beer. Um, and so uh, we are excited about that one because we actually get to rate each other rather than the pairing. And so we're going to uh, tell the world whether or not uh, we think the other one uh, did an expert level job in uh, in pairing with the challenge. All right, let, let's cool it on the word expert because that's <laughs> let's just say. I mean, I I know that you you've got you've got 19 years in the industry. You tell us every week, it says it right and there. You're, certi you're certified in like 18 different ways to to drink beer, uh, including shotgunning. You do have that shotgun certification, right? Yes, it's, I also have a beer bong certification. If nice, those those are very uh, sought after. That's they don't just hand those out willy nilly now. That's you right. really have to uh, you really have to get after it to get those. So uh, we have. For the cigar that I've challenged Randy with has already been uh, decided on, and um, I'm just going to let the world know that Randy is taking his sweet-ass time in figuring out a beer uh, that he thinks is going to pair with it, and um, that's that's all I'm going to say about that. When Once he told me the, the beer, I said, you know what, Randy, that's great because I think it's a fantastic beer, and we're going to pair it with this. Boom, right away, done. Professional, out the door, we're good to go. Because now, you are only picking cigars out of your own humidor. I've got to go out into the pandemic world and find the right beer. Pandemic <laughs> world. It's like I get, you're like Mad Max. Just see, <laughs> you're, you're you're getting in your. Uh, you ever see the original ones? Oh the yeah, original Mad Max. Oh, uh, and the so Road Warrior. I love are Road you Warrior. Like super Mel low Gibson budget. Was like the super original Road Warrior. Well, Mel Gibson was. I'm not talking. When we say Mad Max, some people probably think of the one that just happened a couple years ago uh, with uh, uh, Charlize Theron was in it. That one was really good too. But uh, the originals, the original, the uh, Mad Max is the original. But I always liked the Road Warrior. That one was a lot of fun. That was probably that was probably the most popular one ever made was the Road Warrior. But the one before that, 
It's actually like Australian produced, and it was it was good too. It was fun. Yeah, Got, that's that was called to, Mad Max. Right? He has to saw his right. hand off at the end, you know. Oh, brutal. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of like Evil Dead. Same thing. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> Beautiful. Awesome. See, we're keep. This is an aggressive episode. I love it, guys. I love it. Keep that energy. We gotta do. Uh, we gotta do horror movies. Uh, what's the best Twenty First Amendment. Yeah, absolutely. Love Patrick. That's funny. Um. So, and then Randy, you're hosting the movie next Wednesday. You got a busy week next week, buddy. Yeah, you guys gotta cool it on saying all this stuff on on the air. No, man. It's already. It's already. Gonna decided. start wondering where all the time's coming from here. Um. I, I yeah, the movie. We haven't chose the movie, but we will announce that this week. I'll do a live. Rob gives me a lot of crap. <laughs> Rob gives me a lot of crap that I always ask him to do the live shows. Uh, you know, we're 28 episodes in. I'm still nervous in front of the camera, so I get a little, a little touchy doing the lives by myself. But uh, I'll do the live and announce what the movie is for next week and uh, what the... 21st Amendment beer I will be pairing against the, uh, the challenge cigar. Make sure it's something I have in my fridge because I don't want to have to go out into the quarantine world to get it. Fair enough. All right. So that's so that's next week. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff coming up. Uh, going to be a good show this Friday as well. So uh, lots going on in the dojo. And the uh, the lounge is still open, right, guys? Oh, yeah. Of course. Cigar lounge. It's cigar, open 24 7. com forward slash lounge. There you go. That's la- always la- open. We were on there like two hours last night. It was an amazing time. Terrence was on. It was a blast. Terrence is a lot of fun. He's a good dude. Maybe we'll pop cool. on after well, the Well, thanks. Absolutely. Thanks again to everybody for tuning in to another episode. We appreciate the support. Uh, apologize for the demons who got in the way and, uh, you know, made the, the internet connection drop off, but I'll, I'll take all the blame myself. That's my, my fault. But uh, we'll be back uh, <laughs> next Wednesday, everybody. Challenging. Randy's challenging me. My pairing is going to be great. I already know it. We will see you guys next Wednesday as the Odyssey continues.